welcome you to the real word we kind of had to start over this episode only because the connection was weak we thank everybody for joining us this is our sixth episode we thank everyone that's been supporting us that's been there with us yes. since the very beginning that's still out there today um i'm here with my brother sanders Camo, and we have a special guest mike snotty Yes, 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 yes. What up, what up, what up? What's up, what's up, what's up? I want to let you guys know that we want anybody to come join the show and talk about real situations, real issues, and we, um, you know, talk about also making a difference in our community and showing that people, that the Christian experience is more than just us going to church. Yeah. It's really building our own and helping our own and everything like that. Um, I want to just talk about a couple of things that I see on your Instagram, and I wanted to ask you, what motivates you to post certain things and what do you feel the state of, of, of us as a people and where we need to be and stuff like that. I just you know, thought about that. I hope I, I put you on blast. No, no, that's cool. Yeah. Um, well, I was always um, pro-black. It's just that I, wasn't, I was kind of humble about it. Okay. But then um, I was always against police brutality growing up. Okay. And I don't know, as I got older, I, become, I became wiser and I, I was like, Looking to the stories, some of the stories you hear in the news is not the truth. Yeah, it's a bunch of cover up. Mm -hmm. So I took initiative to do my own research, mm. go online, type in and type in stuff, and wow, a lot of a lot of titles will pop up, and I'll read, and then I'll try to match the stories from what I'm hearing. I'm like, nah, this is BS, man. That's real. So a lot of stuff you hear in the news is not really true. No, it's not true. No. Because you gotta know that the news is privately owned. Like even the story that you t um, posted about about the mm -hmm. black millionaire on Wall Street, mm -hmm. when I read his story online, it connected me to the draft riots that happened in New York. And from the draft riots, I also read about the New York Times owner. And when they came to burn down the New York Times, they couldn't burn down the New York Times because they had a Gatling gun. Mm. <laughs> and, and remember, it was a private entity, but they had the big guns. And I was like, so since back then, they knew the importance of media. Yeah. Where to the point where they was willing to invest in a Gatling gun to defend it. And you see even today how how they use media to manipulate certain agendas. Yeah. Like one of the things they said is like now they're pushing the gay agenda. And they put and they oh, put the hard. gay agenda before the civil rights agenda. Mm. Like But it's it's, it's 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 not civil rights. Yeah. yeah. Basically it's like they said after the death of Martin Luther King they pushed civil rights out of the way and they brought gay agenda and they try to make gay agenda almost as important as black rights. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's what they push it now. Even well, even today. Mm -hmm. Today I went to the today I went to Chase to deposit money and on the ATM it says this is Pride Month. We support you and we support our friends and family on the ATM. Like every June. I'm like, every June like, like they pushing that agenda hard. Yeah, but, but I want to let you know that in, in, in this book that details talking about the Illuminati, mm -hmm. it basically said that um, before they have like religious and religious persecution, mm -hmm. the gay thing is going to be the first thing. Mm -hmm. Then from the gay thing, mm -hmm. like promoting it, you know, for children to accept it and everything like that, then they're going to basically force upon us you know, one world, one world religion and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. media controls the masses, man. Yeah, and I, I just read somewhere. I don't know if you guys know Dr. Umar Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He spoke to us. Yeah, he the, spoke the about the Prince of Pan Africanism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that you brought up Martin Luther King, um, he stated that after Martin Luther King got shot, he didn't die instantly. 
So the people that was around him, they were part of the setup. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna do my own research and find out. No, I heard that too. They said that they um they suffocated him in the ambulance until oh he my died. God. Mm. He survived the shot. They suffocated him. Game oh. said the same thing. Game was like the rap of the game. He said he said, ask yourself why J- Jesse Jackson did that not catch Martin Luther King's body before it dropped. Because mm. remember, Jesse Jackson had to watch Martin Luther King die because he was next in line. Yeah. Mm. Yo, wanna give a shout out to um, Moyes Lafontaine? Shout out to you, my man. We looking forward to seeing you. Come to the show, baby. Any questions you want to ask us? Where you live now? He left us. I, I don't put you on blast, Moses. <laughs> oh, it's because he got married, right? I, I don't know if that's the reason why, but I know he, he did get married. <laughs> he get married. And he live in Texas now. Oh, that's what's up. Oh, Congratulations, man. baby. They got some beautiful sisters out there, baby. You know I'm single. I'm the only single one for now. Brother looking for a wife. You feel me? That's what it's about. Wow, that's yeah, crazy. Man. I heard also too to add on to saying you too. I heard at Malcolm X that the real shooters wasn't the the the, the nation of Islam. It was really um, it was really up top. No, it was plans. Like they call it Agent X or the spook that sat next to the door. Oh. Ironically, that's me at my job. Wow. <laughs> but but basically, like in every black organization that is started. The FBI sends like their own agent in to wow. like infiltrate them and to bring down the whole movement. Wow. Yep. The same thing happened with Bloods and Crips. Crips Crips stood for community restoration and progress. That's mm-hmm. when it started because they were trying to protect the community and fix it up. Yep. That's where neighborhood Crips come from, because they help the neighborhood. Like even now, Nipsey has that the marathon movement and a charity where like he employs felons that came from jail because wow. he neighborhood crip but that's when all the violence started the violence started when one day this this I think it was a crip who shot a blood or a blood that shot the crip wow I forgot which one Game talks about it on his album the the red album but he talks about it you guys my man said good look at how the government plays into the church definitely um especially with this um with with uh, with funding with funding the church yeah there's definitely an agenda behind that in regards to giving them hush money for not to talk about certain issues this is what it is it just yeah. came to me it's called the FBI the faith based initiative they said during the presidency of George Bush of George Bush the faith the faith based initiative was put into place which allows the government to fund churches yes and basically they said every person every president always had a pastor behind them you remember when Barack Obama was running for president he had that that like radical pastor behind him yeah yeah, and then he just pushed him to the side Mm. and then like they said George Bush had Bishop T.D. Jakes basically after Katrina Bishop T.D. Jakes went with him to Katrina and prayed And so did Obama. He had Bishop T.D. Jakes too. And it's like they said the black churches alone every week they collect forty million dollars. Mm. And it was like, what are they doing with this money? Like, what are they doing with this money? Forty million every week, mm. Sundays and Saturdays, yeah. forty million. And I have you second guessing all the time now because I don't know. Yeah, she said no coincidences. Churches don't get involved in black movements exactly because the faith, the. Faith-based initiative, FBI, like they infiltrated the church. Yeah, they paid the church leaders to shut up, basically. Cause remember, every church is a nonprofit, but they get their nonprofit certificate from the government, so they gotta sign a contract. Cause you don't get nothing from the government without signing a contract. So once you go to the government, you say I'm a not-for-profit. They they register you under the 
under an IED number, right? It's an IED number, yep. your ID number, and you sign the contract. Based on this, you can't, you don't have to pay me tax, but you gotta follow this, and you get grants. Like every non for profit, they get government grants. That's true. As long as they spend the whole entire money by the end of the year that's and true. they show no profit, that's basically what a non for profit is. Mm. So it's no coincidence. That's why I call it the faith based initiative. FBI. <laughs> they even implicated the church. It's sad, it's sad that SDA has to be part of it too. Yeah, yeah. They, they, that's part of it. They supported Trump. Because look at it. We have we have a conference, mm. and the conference have their people that's elected mm. and everything so, else. Yeah. It's a form of government. Even mm. even in your local church, right? They, yeah. they don't say that the committee is corrupt because then they say. Sure. In order for you to be a member of committee, you gotta be nominated. In order for you to be nominated, you have to have people to vote you in. In order for you to have people to vote you in, they gotta like you based on what you oh, do snap. or what you give them. Uh, oh, snap. <laughs> going in, uh-huh, uh-huh, keep going. Yeah. It's all politics. So, like, like I heard a story of a guy, like, he basically bought church support. Mm. And, like, if you needed something, like, if you needed your, your, your rent paid, he got you. If you needed a new car, he got you. If you needed, like, help... With a bill, he got you. If he, if you needed the church to pay your bills for a certain amount of time, he got you. B Just vote him elder and treasurer. Mm -hmm. Ella ten. Ella ten. That's crazy. That's My man cool. said, um, all two, all the top leaders, leaders in, in government are Jesuits, and they've been coming, and they've been running. turning, they've been running Seventh Avenue Church conferences in the mid 1900s. I, I, I agree. I agree because the thing is that. The, the focal point is not ministry. The focal point is not me, the needs of the community. Yeah. It's all about money. The thing is that, unfortunately, which is sad, um, I mean, damn, I'm going to get into trouble saying this, but oh well, it is what it is. Because, um, you know, right now I'm, I'm starting up a church plan. And, you know, eventually I want to join the conference. And I'm not, I have nothing against the conference. But unfortunately, what the problem that I have with the conference is the conference. The conferences are not really, they're not really discipleship minded. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're not discipleship minded and they're not really rooted on doing community service. So in order for you to join a conference, you have to have a certain amount of money to join. We got a lot of viewers. Today. Oh, because we're saying some <laughs> real stuff. Yeah, not to cut you off. Yeah, no, of course, of course, you're talking real stuff. Oh, you're good. We, we're um, flowing. Who, who, um... Who's this, why why the conference have to approve you to have a church? Why can't you be independent? No, because once you're underneath the conference, you you get that protection. Mm. The protection. You get the protection. You get the insurance, and you get the nonprofit. Um, five hundred three. We're gonna answer your question. We're gonna answer your question. Nonprofit, because as an individual church, for you to get that insurance by yourself, yeah. like it's very expensive and it's very hard. Yeah, it's almost like. Think of it as the conference being BJ's, then you got the local corner stores being the churches underneath. It's like that. Almost. Yeah, the, 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 the thing is that what, what I want to say was basically, I'm gonna, ask you, I'm gonna ask you a question. So basically, the thing is that if you have like 10 or 20 people, for them, you're not considered to be a church. You're considered to be a yeah, company. A mission. No, a mission. Or a mission or a company. Okay. You know, if you have 10 to 20 people. I'm just saying, you know, that's what, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm not making it up and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And basically, with them, you have to have a certain amount of money. You have to have a certain amount of bodies to be. You have to have a certain amount of of members tithing. Yeah, tithing to be part of. It's like a certain amount of. It's like if you go rent or you buy a house, mm -hmm. you gotta have the income showing that you could afford the house. Yeah, because remember so you gotta tithe yeah. to the conference. 
your your tithes and offerings mm-hmm. they claim goes to missions around the world and help people yeah. basically, but it really goes to like the insurance and thing. It's yeah. like it's, it's almost like the mafia basically. Yeah. You oh, own us, you. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it home. Statements, baby. You yeah. own a store, right? Yeah. And I come with a bat. I'm like, yo, if you don't want this place to be broken, you're gonna have to pay me tithes yeah. every month. Yeah. I'm gonna come here and beat you. That's right. And if something happens to you, you get no protection. If, of course. If, if someone falls in front of your place and, and they sue you, I can't help you. Well, if the government comes and sue you for tax evasion, I can't help you. Like, like you I understand? Said, like, I said, like I said to Adam, like I said, it's all about. You know, meeting quotas, meeting deadlines, and I feel, in a way, it's not right because we have to be more discipleship oriented. We have to be more community oriented. We have to teach our people. Um, we gotta ask you a question. Give me a second. One second. We 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 um we. I mean, we we're gonna ask you a question. We need to be more community oriented. Like you know, the other day, my man was talking about looking at your credit, b- building businesses, moving the way the Jews move. I believe we need to be on that movement and on in that wave. I really believe that 100%. And the thing is that we as a church, we don't look for our own. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're about, yo, I got my degree. I got my car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a better job than you do. Mm-hmm. But forget about you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when you go to Kingston Avenue in, in Crown Heights, you don't see no broke Jew asking for money. I've never seen a broke Jew before in Kingston Avenue and stuff like that. Everybody's together. So... That's pretty much my issue and my problem. Let's just answer his yeah, question, question real quick. Go, we got to go up real quick. Got to go up. So sorry. No, his question was simple. He said, why are we still in the SDA church? Um, that's a good question. Good question. I'm, I'm, well, I can answer for one. I'm in, I'm in the SDA church because, number one, um, I believe in the message that it teaches. Um, my problem with the SDA church is that we are not community-oriented. We are not focus on discipleship. We are not helping our people outside the four corners of the wall of, of, of the wall and we're not helping our own people inside the church who are struggling with everyday needs. Other than that, there's a lot of things that I believe in, but in regards to like I said, I want to say it again, not helping our own people, that's a problem. Not meeting the needs of the community, that's a problem. And um, not being discipleship Focus, that's a problem for me. You know what I'm saying? So why are you still in the SDA church, Mike? Well, piggyback right into what Santa said. I'm there for the message, and I'm there for, to be honest with you, I'm there for the message, and I'm there for certain church activities, not all. And, um, <laughs> like, it's, it's, good for the, it's good for the kids. It's kind of family-oriented, but yeah, yeah, at the same time, you still got to watch your back because the devil's in church, too. Yeah, that's true. So... To be honest with you, I kind of like put myself as SDA. I don't consider myself SDA. I just consider myself a Sabbath worshiper. Because mm. the SDA, I can't bring a guest to church. I, well, I can't bring guests to my church. That's real. Because I know the people that I have in my church, and to save the embarrassment and the humiliation, That's crazy. I, I don't bring no guests to my church. And we got to do better than that. We got to do way better than that. And I, and I grew up in the SDA. I grew up in the SDA. Wow. It's sad that I have to feel this way, but mm. it's true. That's real. Um, did somebody ask somebody else too? No, the same question. Uh, what, same question. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. So, so let me answer that question. Uh, my man said, my man said, he said, Sanders, you don't know we are powerful people and don't need to latch on to be. Relevant. No, definitely. Listen, no, nobody is latching on. I'm just telling you. Listen, this is an example of that. Yeah, this is an example. We're, we're working independently. Independent. The thing is that nobody's lashing on. The thing is that 
Bro, I, I'm not even with a conference. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing ministry since I was 18 years old. And I, I've never been with a conference. And for me, it's all about serving the community, helping the people, teaching the people, building the people. Me personally, I have no ambitions in regards to, I'm going to be honest with you because Pastor Rich just taught me this. And I got I to give a shout out for this because I've seen the, the 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 evilness that goes on with people who want positions and who want power. Yep. I just want to just be a pastor. That's all I want to be. I want to be able to help people in the community, help the church, help us to be more organized, help us to be more community oriented, help us to be, be more family oriented. There should be no reason why people in our church is struggling. There should be no reason why people in our church, they don't have food in their homes. They don't have jobs and stuff like that. So I'm on that different, that different timing. We coming together as brothers, yourself and brother Ricard, because we really want to make a difference in our church, and people need to really, really wake up. He said we need feeding to step up. the conference, though. We feeding, we're the ones feeding it. I guess we're supporting the conference. I understand. You see, the thing is that I'm gonna be honest with you. For me, I wanted to go self-supportive. You feel me? But when you say self-supportive, you feel me? Now, listen, let's keep it. This, we see, wow, you know, and the things that we were so worried about what we were going to be talking about. <laughs> the thing is that when you say you want to be self-supportive and you want to be independent, people just back away from you, boy. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, it's almost like when you're a rapper, right? Yeah. If you're in a major deal, you get advertisement, yeah. you get the backing of a big label, you get the support, you get the protection. But if you're independent, everything yeah, independent, comes out of your pocket. Yo, bro, everything comes out of your pocket. But, but, but it's funny that, so the thing is that it's 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 a label. You feel me? The thing is that I, I wanted to go self-supportive. I mean, we're self-supportive for right now. We're not against the message. But when you tell people, yo, especially with Haitian the Haitian culture, not independent American. churches are taboo. We tell people, yo, bro, I'm going self-supportive. They be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, Sanders. Yo, we support you, we support you, we support you. But they know where to be found because of the label that's in it. Yeah, we're self-supportive for now, but eventually... But our support is God. No, I, I but listen, but, yeah, I, I support is God, but we need each other. We, still need the people. We, we need the people. Don't get it twisted. Don't, 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 don't switch the situation, my man. If you feel me, I respect <laughs> it. But we need each other. The thing is that we're self-supportive for now, but eventually we want to join the conference. A perfect example is... If you start an independent church and then the government takes you to court for tax evasion, you can you can't say, "Oh, I'm doing it for God." Like, no, 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 no. If, if you're gonna start up a church, you definitely want to sign status to becoming non for profit. You know what I'm saying? Getting tax ID and all stuff like doing. Um, hold on, hold on. Legitimate. Ron Lewis said, "When we was." When was the last time the General Conference elected a black president? Then I don't think they would ever elect a black president. <laughs> They they even going in they they are even going in in regards to woman ordination which I feel doesn't make even doesn't make sense because at the end of the day the the the, the so called prophet that they, that they 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 recognize they don't even recognize woman as equal to men when it comes you, you know what it is it's ignorance it's ignorant we have a lot of Ben Carsons in our church. It's not just Ben Carson. We have a lot of Ben Carson in our church. We have a lot of bougie, stuck-up people who, 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 who has the same 
kind of ignorant mindset. That is the problem. That is the problem that we're having. Shout it's the truth. Shout to the viewers. We got a lot of viewers. Yo, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, why do you need status from the government? Oh, wow. Dad, you're going in, yo. I'm going to let, okay. let him so, get to that. Okay. I was just going to say that. I was going to say, who's the government? Who, who are they for us to, to be funding them? Who are they? But that's the kind of world we live in. Someone said that. That this my boy. is racist to the core. No, it is racist to the core. The thing is, that let me say something crazy. I'm, I'm putting you into something crazy. Let, 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 let me, let me, let me, let me talk about uh, this. Why black conferences started. So basically, there was a lot of things that, yo, I'm going back to because my man was saying, yo, what we gonna talk about? And look, we going in right now. Yeah, go ahead, bro. So basically, <laughs> shout to the viewers. Yeah, shout to the viewers. Flowing, yeah, if we're flowing, we're flowing. So basically. There's a lot of things that was going on, but I think what really pressed the button, I learned this when I was at Oakwood, was there was a woman, they said that she sounded white, she wanted to be admitted to a hospital. And when they found out that she was black, they told her that she had to go to another hospital that was like an hour away. This is Adventist, you hear what I just said? Mm -hmm. She died. They did not admit her because she was black. And that's what sparked the black conferences. And now, the reason why a lot of the white conferences, they want us to merge, is because a lot of the white churches, a lot, a lot of the white conferences are dying. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you know, we are big on evangelism, we're big on outreach, we're big on revivals. So it, it's all about money, man. That's the, that's the reality. What's okay, the next okay, thing? Okay, wait, 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 wait. So sorry, please. But before we get to that, right? Yeah. Um, you, you you were talking about racism in the church. Yes. If you look at it, God was always used as an example that's true. for for racism. That's that's the whole reason why for years they made Jesus face a white person's face. But he's not white. I, of course not. He, Cause, cause, he has cause, skin of bronze hair like wool. You know that there's no, I, I don't know if you guys heard this by Jan Elliott, there's not a single white person that created a religion. Yeah. But we, but we know, bro. Check out um, Jane Elliott um, when Oprah interviews her. Bro, there's not a single white person that created religion, boy. Okay, but look, you're not saying. But look, like I was saying, who created it? Black people, dark skin people. Who, 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 they have, they have more reverence and fear of God than white folk. You know that a lot of, you know, a lot of people in Europe they become, they, they're, they're atheists. Okay, so sorry. Okay, sorry. But like they always used religion as a way to control black people. A perfect example would be Nat Turner. When they wanted to control the slaves, they would send Nat Turner to different, I guess, plantations in order to preach to the slaves and to preach them to be like domicile. And they used the turn the other cheek method, everything else in order to like calm them out, smooth them out. And it's the same thing like today. Whenever black people are riding and they get upset, like the pastor says, turn the other cheek, let it go, let it go, let it go. Perfect example would be like the shooting where when the when the white boy went into the church and he shot the people. Before they let the boy out with a bulletproof vest and they walked him out, they took on Burger King and everything. My God, a, a black I mean a white kid that just killed what six black people in the church. Yeah, nine. nine, nine people. Yeah, nine people. And execution style too. Yeah, and then they were quick, quick to go in and lose like you people are Christian. Yeah, you have to forgive him, but what do you think would have happened if the shoe was on the other foot? Oh, bro, would have been over. Okay. Another question the viewer asked. Can you go, oh, baby? I'm so sorry, King. No, no, I don't want to question about you. Oh, oh you know, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> one of the questions was, how do we feel about women pastors? The Lord can use anyone 
who's willing to be a vessel, who's willing to be consecrated and dedicated to God. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of SDA churches that don't even let women preach, you know that? I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my best responses are controversial. I thought I was bad, bro. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't some, you can't have some SDA churches. This dude, bro, is a troublemaker, bro. I thought I was bad. That looks bad because you can't have some SDA churches that support women pastors and some don't. That's facts. It's like you're contradicting yourself. Your boy said I'm only going in because you're my brother. And I don't want us all to be lost based on fear. I'm, a, I'm all for it, though. Woman yeah, I'm all for it. I don't see yeah. what's the problem. I, I mean, we, we were very Ellen G. White. We're always putting, unfortunately, some of us put Ellen, the generous, the generous white, more than the Bible. So it's an oxymoron. Someone told, I read somewhere that Ellen G. White had slaves. So, yo, like that is, I've never heard that, but bro. Because during that time, like she, didn't, she did not consider blacks to be SDA because during that time she grew up during the time of slavery That's and true. during the time <laughs> of of segregation where they even consider blacks to be humans in the first place My or God. even American citizens and she went with that right away. That's true. If you look at her preaching, she never preached against racism. That's true. <laughs> you got a point. Yo. I read, bro. I read like wow. Okay, and then Ron said maybe the presidents are not elected. No, they're selected. No, selected. no president selected. They're selected. <laughs> they only gave us one black out of what, 46? Yeah. Yeah, so. I, I, I think so about the GC. No, I know what he's yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah. but I'm talking about as a grand yeah, that's spectrum. That's true, that's true. And, and I'm talking about the world. If they only gave us one black president for an entire country once, like what makes you think that a conference that's privately owned would give you blacks? And, and, and what's even crazy is that, unfortunately, I don't feel like they contribute nothing. I think it's because they got the money. Because they got the money and they got the power, that's the reason why they're in power. But I don't, I don't see they doing evangelism. I don't see they bringing people in. It's really the blacks and Hispanics, and that's what it is. The facts are the facts. I know it hurts. But oh well, kill me. Hey, if you try to kill me They too, said Rick is causing trouble with that. <laughs> you know? And the other president thing. Yeah. Um, Obama wasn't the, the first black president. Um, if he, if he, if he, yeah, you, can, you can Google it. Yeah, go ahead. Um, before George Washington, there was about like, what, about six, seven, or eight presidents, and they all were black. But history never going to teach you that. Wow. What's his name? I forget his name. Um, I forgot his name. John, is it John Hansen? Something like that. Yeah. Ironically, <laughs> I'm going to drop a jewel on you. He's the one behind the $2 bill, and that's why they took it out of circulation. I actually have a $2 bill in my wallet right now, and I'll show you. And, and that's why they took it out of circulation, because they not want us, you to see it. The thing that occurred during that time is this. He was the one who set up all the laws, all the borders. He basically created the foundation to create the United States, but it wasn't called the United States at the time because at the same time, each state was its own individual territory and they did not become a United States until afterwards. So during that time, he had the government, but George Washington had the military. So in order for them not to have a civil war when the country was first beginning, he fell back and then they drafted the Constitution, and then that's what created the United States of America. Yeah. And George Washington was the president. So I'll show you guys right now, so you can see. 
You see the black guy right here? Yeah, I see. I, I know what you're talking He's about. The one with, with the color green face. You facts. see it right where my thumb is at. Yeah, man. facts. I'll show the people so they can see it. That's facts. See? We're causing trouble for the element. Wow. On a $2 That's bill. That's real. That's real. I got a few gems. I, I keep these with me. I even got the JFK quarter. Colored money. <laughs> that's, true, that's real. That's real. Collective item. Wow, that's real. That is real. That is real, man. You know, we have to. We have to really. I'm not. I'm not causing trouble, but ironically, Moses, you're right. Cause I see in the SDA church, in every church, in every, almost in every organization, they want you to be quiet. As soon as you open your mouth, they're like, you causing trouble. You breaking everything up. You doing this. You doing that. Like, no. We can't, we can't be fans of our own ignorance, especially like if we all saying that there's a Holy Spirit within all of us and God lives within us and we know that common sense comes from God, spiritual awareness comes from God, intelligence comes from God, the tools come from God, the ability to heal comes from God and all these things come from God. We're doing a disservice to ourselves and we're doing the work of the devil by deceiving the people and encouraging lies and continuing lies and not acknowledging the truth or asking certain questions. Because even Job, when he was persecuted by the devil, which was allowed by God to test him at the time, he questioned God. He asked God, why is this doing to me? Even though God said, you're not able to question me, but he was able to question him at that time. And God shut down because I am God. The only people that we can't question is God, but we can question man. Man needs to humble themselves sometimes. That's true. That's real. That's real, bro. Shout out to viewers. I see a lot of viewers today. Because yeah, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Wow, wow, wow. So, um, what else is on your mind, man? I mean, this is a lot going on. Um, like I said, you know, like I said, we just need to really, really, really repent, really read it, really, um, not just read our word, study our word, um, apply the word of God. Man said, let me ask your, your opinions on practice. Okay, what, what, what kind of practice are you talking about? I'm going to listen to you, Moise. Speaking of practices, right, while we wait, a lot, of, a lot of youth always tell me that they're not ready to give themselves only to God. They're not ready to preach. They're not ready to help the church. They're not ready to do certain things in church because they're not fully fixed yet. First of all, it's God that made us. And it's because we were nothing but dirt until God blew breath into our lungs and gave us life. And then we, he made us within his image, first yeah. of all. So if we feel like we're broken, the only ones that can fix us is God. Mm. But the thing is, we'll never be perfect. You know, the only person that, that was perfect was Jesus Christ. And he died for our sins. And so our sins are forgiven through him. Mm. So through him, we are saved through the blood of Christ. So a lot of people, they say, oh, they're not good enough for God to use them. If you look at the Bible, the whole entire Bible is about God using broken people in order to do the impossible. Mm. Abraham was a liar. Joseph was a liar. Um, Jacob was a liar. Noah felt like he was too old. Moses felt like he couldn't talk. David was stealing people's wives. Fuck. Solomon couldn't keep his penis in his pants. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ's great-grandmother was a prostitute. Facts. Like, whenever did you hear about a perfect person being used? Mm. God used broken people. So, so can he, he can make them whole yeah. for his glory. Peter denied Christ three times. And we see Peter and Paul was used the most. 
And wasn't it Paul that inherited the church after the, the death of Christ? Yeah. And the thing that we need to realize, a lot of us don't, we don't see Christ. In the Bible, in the book of Matthew, Luke, and John, because they're concurrent. Luke was a murderer. Yeah, Luke was a murderer. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ asks, who do they say that I am? And some say, some say that you you are the reincarnation of John the Baptist. Some say that you are this. Some say you are, you are that. And he asks 12 men, do you know who I am? And out of 12 men, only one answered. Only one knew. And one was like, you're the Christ. You're the son of God. So out of 12 people, only one person knows Christ. Look how much people in your church. Ask yourself, how much of them knows Christ? That's true. Because these were 12 men that walked with Jesus Christ every single day. And only one knew that he was the Christ. And they were gangsters. They were gangsters. Um, the, uh, I want to answer your question about the Passover. The Passover is basically a reminder of what God did, did for the children of Israel um, in regards to um, allowing them their freedom. Um, there's nothing wrong with us. Um, Hold on. Let's give a background on Passover. During the time when the Israelites were in Egypt and they was in bondage, um, they basically was the, the 12 plagues that that G, that God gave oh Moses God. to they show the him. power of the God of Israel. So one of the plagues was that the firstborn son of every Egyptian would die. And so God told Moses to tell his people to put the blood of a lamb in front of the door so when the spirit of death came by he would pass over mm. that's why they called it Passover so whoever doesn't know that that's what it is I feel like we can keep Passover you know eat the unleavened bread keep ourselves pure understand the sacrifice that we had to do we don't have to do sacrifices anymore because Jesus Christ was the living sacrifice exactly. we don't have to do the sacrifice anymore so as in Passover, we could celebrate the passing of Christ so that we can live. But I don't think we should we should we should celebrate Passover just once. We should celebrate Passover every day because we sin every day. So every day our sins have to be forgiven. Wow. Um. Somebody asked a very controversial question, which, we, which we're gonna answer. Um. Go down. Um. Give me your thoughts on gay people entering the SJ Church lady. Now, this is what I want to say. About this, um, shout to the viewers. There's a lot of yeah, viewers, a lot of viewers today. <laughs> um, the thing is that we all fall short from the glory of God. That's number one. We don't discriminate against anyone who has faults, vices, and sins. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't look down. However, um, how would you feel if I was a pastor? And I had about 12 women. That's unacceptable, right? So the thing is that, huh? No, go ahead. Yeah, so the thing is that. I'm not going to stop you. I'm so, the thing, so, so the thing is that, the thing is that at the end of the day, there is, there is a standard. Um, like any other sin, um, it's, it's, it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's wrong. Okay. Clearly it's wrong. There's an agenda. You know, repent. Give God your heart. And God can change you into being the man that you are to love women and being the woman that you are to love men. It's possible to change. What? That's, that's how I have to train myself. I have to train myself that gay is a sin. 
Because I used to, I used to, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I used to hate homosexuality. Yes, real. But sin is a sin in front of God's eyes, so I don't have to, I don't have to accept it, but uh, I, that's, the, that's the life they chose. Yeah. All I can do is pray for them, those individuals yeah. and tell them to repent. But, but okay, okay, wait, time out. I was listening to Dr. Omar Johnson, who's a psychologist, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said that there's, there's some individuals that feel like homosexuality is something that you're born with. But then they say that how does an embryo is able to determine whether it's homosexual or not? Because naturally, even within animals, you see that the male goes with the female. Yeah. And that's the basic animal instinct. Animals' instincts are basic to just eat, survive, and reproduce to continue the race. And that's the same thing with us humans. As the most simple natural instincts, there are animals that engage in a little homosexual behavior, but they do it for fun, I guess. Like, you yeah. know, when monkeys dry up yeah. each other, when dogs do it. But they're like, they're, they're not like doing it to like reproduce or to like mate and remain in like a long relationship type of thing. Animals will always be smarter than human beings. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if we... They, 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 they went to the art. And if we go back... And if we go back to the Bible, it said that homosexuality was was like rebuked upon and it was punishable by death. Um, in today's modern society, it's almost like we're living in a second Egypt, in a second Rome, but the new empire is, I guess, this, um, this America. And we know from the Bible that this will be the last empire to fall before yeah. the second coming of Christ. My thing is, I respect all people and I love all people because we're all children of God. But at the same time, that's real. If you choose to engage in certain behavior, then you're gonna have to deal with it at the time that it comes. It's like if I'm if I'm a criminal, ignorance of the law is no excuse. If a, if a cop comes to arrest me and like you're breaking the law, I'm like, this is what I've been doing my entire life. I'm not breaking the law, and I didn't know this was a law. I could still be arrested. I could still get punished. I could still get jailed. It'll be the same time. If you believe in, in a Jesus Christ and you believe in a God, there's going to be certain laws. And there's two things you could do. You could repent and through the blood of Jesus Christ, you could be forgiven. Or you could not repent and take it as your own. And then you'll end up where sinners are. So, so my, Ron, actually a question in regards to Ellen G. White having slaves. Um... I mean, I, I didn't I didn't know she had slaves, first and foremost, but I do know for a fact that she, the Lord, later on in life, the Lord did reveal to her that we had to reach out to the Negro, that God had a special work in the Negro, mm-hmm. and during that time, a lot of white Adventists were against that, and that's why they shipped her out to Australia. So... Australia was a really racist place. You ever heard of the Tasmanian people, the people of Tasmania? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they can they, they came from like a population of a hundred thousand, over a hundred thousand to a population of about ten to just one in less than three years. But prior to that, I heard there was there was like black people living there first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Tasmanian people was the original Australians. Wow. Back to what you were saying, Brother Ron, about um providing source for LNG White. Having slaves, I'm not too sure if she has slaves. I'm not gonna say that, but the thing that I said earlier during is that, that time, during, that time, during that time, people owned slaves. I know that much, and during that time, whites did not consider blacks to be 
they're equals at all. And her being a white woman and her husband started the SDA church, right? Yeah, yeah, her and her husband and some other guy. I forget the other guy's name. Him being a white male during that time and a white male of affluent because he had to have some type of money to start a religion and to start a church. He wasn't broke. I would guess that during that time, having slaves is a part of being rich. It's of course, it's property. Of course, every everybody had. But I'll do I'll do further research on a, it for a, you. Everybody had a mammy. Everybody had you know. Um, yes, it is what it is. That is what it is. That is what it is, bro. Yeah, we agree. I mean, even even Abraham Lincoln had um, black people who would you know that he would you know take care of his kids. You know what I'm saying? That that's that's obvious. Like, come on, guys. Those things are just common sense. Like, like, come on. Like, during the 17, 1800s in America, um, a lot of white people, Christian white people, would use black slaves to do their bidding. Like, come on, let's be honest. And a lot of the denominations apologize for the atrocity that they contributed for slavery, except for the Seventh Adventist Church. Oh snap, you know what I just said? Yes. If you look at it, where's the most churches found? Down south. They call it the Bible yeah, Belt. Let's be honest. Where was the most racist part in America? It was the Down South. south. Come on, those, those, things, those things are those things, <laughs> those things are coming. And the thing is that what's even worse, the thing is that when when um slavery ended, um white people did their best with the black holds. To, Jim Crow laws. But before Jim Crow, but the black codes to not allow black people to work. That's what you have the white unions and stuff like that. And there was no there was Come no on. formal prison prior to the blacks being free. Those and they started the police force, the sheriffs and everything else to catch slaves. Yeah. Because they made it illegal not to have a job. They made it yeah. illegal to lauder. But most slaves didn't have a that, job and they didn't have a house. That question is So is, they went is, to jail is, and they came is, back as slaves. It's common sense. And I and, and and knowing how God spoke to her, because she has she has a book called um, something about the Negro work, talking about how we're anointed. God has a special work for us as a people. We as Seven Adventists, we were supposed to go and spread the gospel, but because of racism and discrimination, we did not. And as a result, a lot of the blacks that we have today, they're Pentecostals, they're Baptists, they're Methodists, because, you know, the AME, but we did not reach out to those people. That question, all the respect to me, is 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 rhetorical because we know that's what it was. And it, what made American society was slavery. What breed American society was slavery. Financially was slavery. That's 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 what it is. It, it hurts, but it is what it is. It is what it is. And if you look at it, Martin Luther King, he was a Methodist preacher. He, he no, was Baptist. A, yeah, Baptist yeah, preacher. Yeah. And even him, there was racist against him. Oh, of course. He had all these doctrines, I mean, all these degrees. He sat with the president a few times, and he was a pastor, and he was still racist against him. Facts. And the people that was racist against him, I bet you they went to church every Sunday. Every Sunday. Bro, listen, there, there were pastors that spoke against what he did, but uh, what he did, but uh, he uh, got kicked out the church. Exactly. Yeah. But but unfortunately, they celebrate you more when you're dead than when you're living. Yeah. That's when the funerals don't count. Spread love now comes in. <laughs> <laughs> nice little plug. They they, 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 they revere you more 
When you're dead, then when you're living. That's, that's the, you know what that's called? That's called necromancy. When you honor the dead more than the living. So that's that's something to talk about. Well, we got a lot of good viewers today. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So um, the New World Order. What's the New World Order? Oh, speaking of New World Order, <laughs> um, we, we know Brother Prodigy. R.I.P. to Brother Prodigy. Yeah. Um, he used to speak out against the New World Order several times. And you see how he died. He said during... Like his childhood growing up, he used to question God because he suffered from sickle cell anemia. Yeah. And it would be weeks where he would be sick, like he felt like he was dying. Then the next week that he was regular, he was like, God, as a kid, why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? He said, but as he got older, he understood what his mission was. And the more he understood his mission, the more he understood what was going on, wow. the more he tried to correct it. Unfortunately, it took him like going to jail and everything else to really change his life to move different. And I see recently, like, they made a mural for him in Queens. The first time they threw paint on it, they did it over, they threw paint on it again. Yeah. Yeah. Disrespectful, man. Very disrespectful. So what do you think about Prodigy's message, you guys? Well, I think he was was real raw with it. He ain't beat around the bush. Yeah. He's keeping it real. And a lot of people didn't want to hear what he had to say. And a lot of artists that he, he banged with, they know what's going on, but they, they choose to keep their mouth shut. Exactly. But Prodigy, I can I can somewhat relate myself to him. He was outspoken about the, the New World Order, what's going on, uh, a lot of rituals going on, a lot of sacrifices and stuff like that. Mm. Is, is that a question that you asked? A statement? It looks like a statement. All churches united as one. That's part of the New World Order, too. Ooh, like yeah. having one central religion and one central government. Yeah. Yep. Pope is pushing that for that hard, but yeah, yeah. Well, well, we're not speaking of the Pope. You heard about like one of the Pope's workers that got caught having a sex party. Yeah, we're having a sex party yeah, with like drugs and underage boys. Yeah, in the city, in the holy city of the Vatican. I'm telling you, it's real out here. That's but it's right. all a front, though. Anyway, it's not it's really. Real, but let me ask you a question: This this new J album. What what's that? I found on Seven Adventist official. Had a meeting with the Pope and gave him a medal. Well, we're not into that. Well, we're not for that right there. I'm not surprised. We, 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 we not, we, we, yeah, we're not bowing to that. During the 70s. Oh, okay. Well, we're not into that. We're we into Jesus. We're not into bowing down. Nothing to under the sun. Yeah. But I want to ask you a quick question. Um, do you feel like, like with the J album, like, you know, the OJ, a lot of the things that he's saying, do you think that he's going against the grain? What do you think? He said it in the song. He said that. He said, they're going to kill me when they see the real me. He said, this is the real me. Oh, he said that? Yeah, he said that on the album. He said, F being, F being, being Jay-Z, that's his whole. He's saying that, like, on a thing, he said that his wife had several stillborn miscarriages. He said it's because he knew he was doing evil, so whenever he went inside of her, her spirit couldn't take his. He Are said, you serious? He said it on the album. He said that he even killed... Her innocence. He saw her innocence leave her eyes. Cause man, I'm a prior to. She grew up in the south. She grew up religious and everything. But when she started dating him dangerously in love, she started dressing different. Oh my She God. started, you know, praising the Baphomet. And he was like, he understood what he was doing. And then he said that it took me having twins to really believe in real miracles. And then he said, I even admitted to my wife that this spiritual stuff is is true. And then he said that, um. I represent the Elohim. 
Elohim is another is another name for the one true living God. Like he's he's basically like acknowledging himself. They said the four 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 that has the numerical value. I guess the Son, the Father, and the Holy Ghost, and the fourth person would be man, like yourself. That completes it. So there's numerical value, like. This power in number and this power is in sound. So everything you do wow. equates to something else because yeah. the world is just numbers yeah. and sound. Yeah. Like you ever heard of the five percenters? Like they yeah. break down the world into math. Yeah. Mm. And they said that the people who know about everything in math is the five percent. The people who have manip manipulated math and made riches are the one percent. That's why they're so rich because they got the one percent of, they, they're the one percent that knows the secrets of the world. That, that's, that's why like even the stonemasons, stonemasons, the stonemason started with the creation of Solomon's temple because when God gave Solomon the, the the knowledge, he shared a part of that knowledge with the builder of the temple, and that's why they came to try to kill him, but he didn't give up the secret, and so they killed him, and then that's why they made that mason sign. That sign is everywhere. You go outside of this library, you look on the wall, the mason sign's on the wall of this library. Wow. Yeah, every, because it's almost like a form of magic. Because think about it, you manipulating wood and cement to create things based on the math. Even right here, you see, like right here, is the liquid that calculates onto math that holds this in position. Because calculated based on math. Like we always had the secrets of math, and they said that the black man only gave the rest of the world, I think, 10% of the math that we know, or 15% of the math that we know. And then they used it to the rest of the world, but that's not all the math, like algebra, trigonometry, all that, that's not the, the only math that we know, because the math that they know is, is not compared to the math that we know today. Talk about, about the Moors. The Moors are black. More, more is another word for black. Yeah. More Negro, all those words. Maroon, Mawon, the same thing in French, everything same thing. But you see how they built the pyramids, that's straight math. Wow. Like, they calculate it up to the fullest degree, and it shoots up to the sun and lines up that's with the stars. The that's can, yeah, that's all math. Out. They still can put it out. Yeah, that's all math. That's real. Yeah. So like, I lost what I was saying. Nah, I'm deep. Yeah, I went deep into something else. I lost myself. <laughs> yeah. No, but the pyramids. Yeah. They, they, they still you tell us that they don't. They still don't know how. Here's one thing I did. Right. Here's one thing I did one time. I meditated, and like, there's different levels of, of Godhood, but you gotta bring yourself to a certain spiritual realm. Like, Jesus Christ did it because he was guilty of no sin. Like, remember when the Pharisees kept trying to, like, convict him of his sins, they couldn't catch him. It's because he was so close to God, he was guilty of no sin that he had the, the, the direct connection to God, him being part of the Godhead anyways, but on earth as a man, because he never sinned, his Holy Spirit within him was strong. Wow. Even after his death, he was able to speak to the apostles for what, 12 days, mm -hmm. 15 days after his death? This is an act of the apostles, and he spoke to them and he gave them the religion. They said that to see that God is within you, you have to do certain things, which, which Jesus Christ did. One of the things he did was heal people, the spirit of healing mm -hmm. that comes from God. Another thing he did was banish demons, because we know that the demons come from the devil. Like Solomon was able to control and manipulate demons to try to. And he used them to build his temple. That's how his temple was built in a way that wow. it wasn't built. Yeah, there's the onyx of, there's, there's these books called the onyx of Solomon. And he said a lot, a lot of people that practice witchcraft, they use those books. Because if you manipulate it in the wrong way, then basically using the devil's power. Wow. And, and the books, it said, it said after, because remember, Solomon has so much knowledge 
that like he was able to understand everything, but then because he loved women so much, the women brought their, their different gods to him, and then he started sure. to worship their different gods, and so he went crazy. It's almost like right now, if you know too much, he felt fool. It makes you crazy even now. So like, they said he caught his first demon because he had a boy that worked in his temple, and every day he gave the boy money, he gave him food, but the boy would would come back skinny. And then he told the boy, why is it, why you keep coming back skinny? I feed you and I give you money every day. But the boy says, the demon that torments me, he comes and steal my food and he sucks my finger. And then he was like, he's a, he's a what's his demon name? Bring him to me. And then when the boy came, the demon followed the boy. Because even now, like if, if you got a demon on you, it's going to follow you. Wow. And like if a pastor comes and he prays on you, this boy's in his bag. <laughs> wow. Like if a... They say if you go and fight a demon, if you're not strong enough to fight the demon, the demon's gonna come and attack you. And you're gonna have to wrestle that demon and you're gonna have to kill it. Say, say, say for example, you got a demon and I come to try to help you and pray for you, mm -hmm. the demon's gonna come to me. Mm -hmm. And based on my spiritual ability, I either kill the demon or the demon drives me mad. That's true, so you gotta stay in prayer. So like, when a demon came, Solomon, Solomon locked the demon, he locked him. And then he was like, he was like, you now work for me. And then, okay, back to what I was saying before. Solomon had gave the master mason a ring. That's why you see all masons now, they have the same ring. The master mason ring. That's when they move up in the ranks and they learn the 44 laws. 444. There's 44 oh. laws of, of Freemasonry. So, 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 <laughs> yeah. So, so that, that. Yeah, Jay Z's a master mason now. That's how you reach the 1%. He's a billionaire. So Think about basically. It. That 4-4 four, 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 four. intentional. Yeah, he's declaring it. He's declaring that he reached the master level. Yeah, I knew the title had something to do with, uh, with Mason. Yeah. So, so, he, so he, when he said about he had a dream, 4-4-4 four, four, four that morning. No, he hit the pinnacle. Remember, they hit a billion. Him and his wife hit a billion. They're in the 1% now. Oh, my God. Remember what I was telling you? There's a few them. Yeah. Puffy is up there, too, I think. We, we are in the 60%. Like, we're the broke people. Some some people are in the 200%. Like, they're super poor. Those those are the welfare people. Like, 200% by poverty level. Damn. There's a, there's a list that calculates so he's it. in, in, in. Like, listen to me. There's a government list. It's called the Income Determination Qualification. And it's a risk assessment questionnaire based on how you live your life and what's your highest grade of education and how you live growing up. It could calculate your risk of being unemployed or or homeless, basically, basically on how you live your life. So each person is underneath a criteria. You you either underneath the two hundred percent, the one hundred percent, or you over. You could be the sixty percent. That's the nine to five people that go to work every day. The forty percent. Like that's like middle that's class crazy, and things like that. Boy. There's like the six figure people. They they're like in the twenty percent, and then the the, the no, five percent. They don't do interviews like that, bro. They don't do interviews like that. They you don't, know what I'm saying? They don't have to. Why? Because all of those people that's in our level, all their interviews are behind closed doors. But only certain people could come in. You can't come in those <laughs> interviews, bro. <laughs> they hardly do interviews, bro. For what? They can't talk about the stuff that they're doing because yeah. they're part of the one percent and the five percent. Oh my! That's how God. you stay on top. The most important thing in the world is information. But, 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 it's but, but, not but, money. But, but, but Kanye was going on, going on like, Yo, you don't even talk to me, boy. Mm -hmm. it's, it's Kanye. It's like you don't even talk to me, boy. No, but in. but, but they're in a different echelon now. Jay Z done passed Kanye. Yeah. He can't be friends with him now. If you look at his friends, <laughs> he's friends with Warren Buffett. He's friends with Obama. He's friends with the one percent. 
He's not friends with the five and ten percent. Think about it. if I'm a millionaire. No offense, but I can't really chill with y'all. Like it's it's gonna mess me up in a sense that like. If you're a millionaire, if you chill with regular people, they're gonna ask something from you. They're gonna hate on you. They're gonna try to kill you. It's gonna be people that's gonna still be cool with you, but the dog is only loyal to you as long as you're feeding it. Facts. And that's just what it is. That's real. Cause that's why Jay Z said, like, how how are you gonna go on stage and talk about me? I gave you 25 mil. And Kanye said, Jay Z, don't kill me. I know you got shooters. Kanye knew what was up. He said it. But Jay Z felt like he was embarrassed. But that's one of the you know rites of passage. You you have to be publicly embarrassed. Kanye publicly embarrassed Jay Z, and so did his wife on the album. He's apologizing. So that's one of the rites of passage. You gotta do a human sacrifice. You gotta have public embarrassment. Yeah. No, somebody gotta publicly embarrass you. Oh, yeah. Damn, this thing Remember, is crazy. Remember, she publicly embarrassed him with the Lemonade album. Everybody was like, oh, how, like, you she's lying and we don't know. But he admits to cheating on his last of album. Of course, of course. That's why Solange, even what, if he didn't do it, but he got to say something like that. Yeah. Sometimes it's not even true. Sometimes it's not even true. Yeah. Yeah. Just for sale. Yeah. yeah. That, that, so there's, there's a math and there's a science and it's a spiritual thing. No, the math is the science. Oh, my God. Yeah. They live based on the 44 pillars. There's different rights. The higher you go up, the more you know. Yo, you understand? Bro. Say, say, all right. You see a regular mason on the street, like, like, like it'd be regular mason sometimes, likes a random dude, like, I don't want to say a bum, but someone that goes to a regular job who does regular stuff that could get kicked, kicked out their crib. You, you, who don't really. You go, do you think Eminem is on the same level too? Not, what? not at the same level as Jay Z. Because Eminem is, is a billionaire too. No, he's not. He's not a billionaire. Eminem's not a billionaire. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. You could check it. Let's check it right now, bro. Yeah, he's not a billionaire. Jay Z and Beyonce is the first. But yeah, like this dude went platinum in four days before he went platinum before the album even came out. You know that, right? Yeah, facts. Yeah, he went platinum because it's already fixed for him. Facts. He got 13 platinum albums. They set up so he could be the top echelon. Facts. On top of everybody. That's crazy. That's how they line it up. I think I think to be honest with you, I think Eminem is cloned. You think so? Why you say that for? He went into hiding for a few years at one point, and they said that he got fat and then he got skinny. Type, type it on YouTube. Yo, he bro, fell into he, he, he fell into he fell into a deep depression after his friend died and yeah. everything else. He didn't want to rap no more. Same friend he sacrificed. Let, yeah, let, he sacrificed proof. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that same sacrifice he did. He had a video. I don't I forgot the name of the song. Toy Soldiers. Yeah, and yeah, Toy, Toy Soldiers, soldiers yeah, right. died before yeah, he actually yeah. died. Yeah. Yeah. His net worth is 190 million in front of Jay-Z's net worth. You're right. Put Jay-Z and Beyonce. I think they're worth like 1.3 billion right now. 610. Jay-Z and Beyonce net worth. Okay, Jay-Z and Beyonce net worth, right? Yeah. Damn, son. It's probably like that 1.3. Yo, son, you, you just messed my head up with this 444 thing, man. I didn't listen to the album yet, but what is it? Um, it's over. Th- it's over three hundred fifty. Yeah, I don't know. No. Okay, it says eight ten. I mean, it's it 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 has to be a billion. It's not a billion, bro. Oh my God, that's real, boy. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. People just don't want to talk about it because they got too much personal stuff invested in there where they don't want to take those chances. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I believe that. Now you said something about Eminem being cloned. 
Okay, so, okay, you gotta leave, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, no problem, no problem. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's cloned, cause um, there was a, there was a while back when he came on, uh, what's that show called? Uh, 106 and Park, when it was it used to be aired. A clone appeared, so free put the footage on to say, look, that's you rapping back in the days, whatever, whatever, and he's just staring at it, and he was like, I don't recall doing that. <laughs> that same day, <laughs> the same day they took him out. The Illuminati's, they, they, they took him out, and they rebuilt another clone. Yeah, you got. That's the same thing that happened to Kanye mm. when he was on stage and he just started snitching. He was like, "Jay, I know you got shooters. Talk to me, dog. I ain't talked to you in mad long. We put on a fake relationship for everybody to see." Beyonce, you don't even call my wife. You don't even call my wife. You don't care about us. We not really friends. And then they shut down his, they shut down his whole toy. Put him in the hospital. I heard that the cops came and. And, and put him in an ambulance. They strapped him down. They, had, they shut down a whole hospital just for him. They kept him there. And he was reprogrammed. After they seen him, like he just looked blank. Yeah. And then they claimed that he went to some rehab um, place to clear his mind in the, the in Nevada. And now he's gonna come back and redo music again. There was a time when he was on um, Ellen's show. He was talking crazy. He was Ellen asked him a question. He was just staring in his face. And he just snapped. And then. I don't know what was going on with that. Yeah. But if you if you if you pull a picture of of an old Eminem when he first came out and how he could look now, it's a lot of different. It's like it's like a total facelift. Different nose, different eyes. It's this program called MK Ultra. It's a yeah. government mind control. Yeah, yeah. Where they could turn you off yeah, and turn you back on. Stuff. That's why a lot of them celebrities they wear shades. Yeah. It's like a plan. The eyes. It's just like in Get Out. Eyes. It's just like in Get Out. When the guy took the shades and he clicked the thing and the guy was like, and he came back into consciousness wow. and then he was like, get out, get out, get out. It's the same thing. Yeah. That's why he made a song, All of the Lights. It's like, you can't really see nothing. It's just lights flashing at you, flashing at you, flashing at you all day of your life. Like everybody can see you, but Man, you can't everything see yourself. Spiritual, boy. You can't see what you're doing. Everything is spiritual. Because they lost themselves. Like They're like an empty black hole. Yeah. That's all a lot of them regret them. A lot of them regret signing their blood. Man, they want to get out, and they can't. Once you sign that contract, that's it. It's crazy. They own you. With that being said, you said you gotta go. So basically, we wanna let everybody know. We wanna thank everybody for watching us um, today. We ask that you guys may repost what we're doing. We also wanna let you guys know that we're looking for people to give donations. We're collecting about thirty thousand boxes. We have five hundred and forty dollars right now. Shout out to all the people that donated. Five hundred forty. Ready? Five hundred thirty. 530? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's close. We have Hebron who's giving us, um, who's raising, offering. We have um, brother, um, what's the guy's name again? Oh, my God. He's really big on community outreach. Marlo? Marlo, who also want to help us. So we're collecting. Give with it what you guys can. Participate. We're going to do a video. Once we have the diapers, we need your participation and your love. It's about to go down. So we want to just thank you guys. For your time, it was really a real intense conversation. Wow, I'm blown away. Um, shout out to all the viewers, <laughs> shout out to everybody that's supporting us three, and, and no matter what we're doing. And wow, that's it. Have a good night, stay prayed up. Yeah, if we offended anybody today, we don't apologize. The show is called <laughs> The Real Word. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that. <laughs> <laughs>